Hey friend, I decided to embark on a journey to reinvent and transform my life in 2022. And I want to take you along for the ride. So stay tuned because for the next 10 weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you this amazing journey as I go through the Unleash Her Power Within program powered by Tony Robbins. Hello, welcome back. Oh my God, I miss you all. Um, I did not record a podcast episode this weekend and it felt weird, but you know what they say, you need to fill your cup first in order to fill other people's cup. And this past weekend, that's what I was doing. I was filling my cup. I attended Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins and all the amazing guest speakers, and it was a magical and transformational experience. Not only I joined UPW, but um, I got the opportunity to be part of this small group, the Journey Squad, about 13 of us um, doing the program together and sharing our journey live like all the emotions, all the experiences, all the learnings, all the breakthroughs, which they were a lot of breakthroughs um, during the length of the program. And today I want to share with you a little bit of my experience at UPW. If you have never participated on an event with Tony Robbins, this is an amazing one. And in fact, um, I want to share with you before I jump in into the program or say anything else that the if you go to the show notes on this podcast episode, I am going to include a link that is going to be open just for a few days for you to get the most amazing deal and be able to join live this event. It was a virtual event, but it was live and it felt like we were all in the same room in the way that it's designed and it's structured. And it was amazing. And I think everyone at one point in their life should have this type of experience. So if you continue to listen and you feel compelled, go to that link on the show notes. If you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to skip this podcast episode. I'm not so interested. Please go and check that link. You have nothing to lose. It's an amazing deal. And, you know, no one is paying me to say this or ask me to say this. But, you know, when there's something that you know, it's amazing when then you want the world to know about it and you want to shout it from the rooftops. So this is me shouting from the rooftops. You need to check it out and you need to give yourself the gift of investing in yourself and going in this amazing experience. Okay, so I don't even know where to begin. This was 44 to 60 hours of immersion and is designed to be an immersive experience. And I know a lot of people are not going to understand this because um, I know um, I have people close to me that did not understand why I was on a Sunday all day on a training. But it's not a training. It's an experience. It is not a class. It's really an immersion. And as I said, I don't even know where to start sharing, but I want to start by saying that, as I said before, it was a transformational experience for me. Leading to the event, I had the privilege to be part of Unleash Her Power Within, which I feel prepared me to take the most out of UPW. I was, along with all the amazing women that are doing UHPW with me, we were a step ahead of everybody else. We had an advantage that nobody else had. None of the other, I don't know, 26,000 people attending this event live had. So if you have the opportunity, I recommend combining both. And even though it's called Unleash Her Power Within, 
let me tell you that there are some brave men that are part of this program. And when I'm sharing this, I think this is, you know, everyone is welcome at UHPW. I certainly have felt welcome and I think everyone has. But I was on an advantage going into UPW. And even though I was on this advantage, there was a pre-work that we did before going to unleash the power within, which was a self-assessment on the wheel of life. And here I am, I talk about the wheel of life all the time. I've done this so many times. And I don't know, I think I have become this optimistic person that always is focusing on the blessings around me. And I'm always focusing on the things that I'm grateful for. And I think because of that, I rated myself pretty high in most areas in my life before going to UPW. And I came out realizing that if I would do that same assessment again today, I probably will rate myself much lower. And not because I think I'm worse than I thought I was before the event, but because I learned that if you want to upgrade your life, if you want to have a more fulfilling life, if you want to have a more vibrant life, you need to upgrade your standards. And I'm going to be talking more about that in today's podcast episode. And since I don't know where this is going and where this conversation is going to take me, it might be that this is a multi-episode kind of thing because there's so much to share. And I'm going to try to condense it for you so you just get a snippet of what you can expect if you join UPW. But let me say that there's nothing that I can say. It doesn't matter how much details I share. It doesn't matter how deep I go into what I experienced and what I learned during this event. Nothing can really explain what this experience is about. You have to leave it to really know what it is. I don't have another way to explain it, but I'm going to try to share with you what were some of my key takeaways, what were the things that stood out for me on during the, the length of, of the program. So on day one, um, you know, we started talking about emotions and emotions being one of the most powerful invisible forces that exist. And it's funny because as I was looking at my notes and realized that that was the first thing, the first phrase that I wrote down on my notes, the most powerful invisible force that exists is your emotions. When I look back at that, I realized that it was an emotional journey being part of UPW. And there's probably a reason why that was one of the first things that Tony talks about when you join this event. We also start talking about what is the number one factor for success? What differentiates people who are successful from people who are not successful? And he mentioned that is hunger. And hunger is the source of energy. And if we want to be more of ourselves, we need to use more of ourselves, um, more of the energy, more of our passion, more of our determination, more of our faith. And I also learned that energy is a habit that comes from the way that we move and the way that we speak and the things that we focus on that we can control our energy. We all believe that energy comes from the food that we eat, the, the calories that we consume, but it really comes from, from the way we move, the way we speak, the things that we focus on. And it's really our emotions what controls the quality of our lives, right? It's the quality of our emotions that determine the quality of our lives. And a lot of times we can experience life completely different 
depending on what is our emotional home. And I want to expand a little bit on this concept of emotional home. I think we all have an emotional home and that can change and can be redecorated over phases in our lives or seasons in our lives where, you know, we are in a state of empowerment or sometimes we are in a stage in our life where our emotional home is sadness or depression and two people can go through the same experience through the same situation and had two completely different experiences on how they perceive life and the quality of their lives based on what is that emotional home so it's super important that we get to choose what our emotional home is. And then he said there are three decisions that can change your life. The first one is what is that you're going to focus on? Depending what we, he says all the time, what you focus on, where energy goes, where focus goes, energy goes. Like, what you focus on expands, right? Is this feeling of depending on what we focus on, which is all about our perspective, right? From what perspective we're looking at life can change the quality of our lives. The second question or decision is what does it mean? We create meaning in our emotions. Our emotions don't have per se a meaning. We are the ones who give the meaning to our emotions. And the meaning that we give to the situations that happen around us and what we feel on those situations is what creates the quality of our lives. And the last decision is, what is that I'm going to do based on what I'm focusing on and the meaning that I'm giving to things, what is that I'm focusing on? And as you're listening to me, if you've been following along my UHPW journey, this is something that I've shared before. This is something that I have heard from KK at UHPW and, um, you know, being an achiever as I am, I felt really good when I knew the answers to what Tani was saying. But jokes aside, I think, um, you know, we think that the outside world is what makes us feel a certain way. Yet, um, we're just using our outer world to go back home, to that emotional home. So in conclusion, if you want to change something, you need to change your emotions, but changing what you're focusing on, but changing the meaning that you give to your emotions and by taking massive action. So that was kind of the beginning of this journey. And then we went a little bit deeper into into focus. And um, what we talked about was that there are three patterns of focus. The first one is, are you focusing on what you have or what is missing? Personally, I am someone that typically focuses on what I have. And that's why sometimes in certain circumstances, it's hard for me to rate myself low in this will of life, right? The second is, are you focusing on what you can control or what you can't control? Personally, I always try to focus, even though I'm not perfect, but I try to focus always on what I can control. I frequently find myself asking myself when I'm in the middle of a situation or a challenge, okay, what can I control in this? And the last thing is, are you focused on the past, on the present, or on the future? And here is where it was a little bit eye-opening for me, right? I focus a lot on the future. I'm always thinking on what is going to be the next thing that I'm going to do? What is the next thing that I'm going to learn? What is the net project that I'm going to start? And sometimes I'm missing on being present in the moment. So the other thing, um, I think it was very powerful when we talked about, you know, talking about the quality of life and, and this whole topic is 
that a lot of times what prevents us from living the quality of life that we want is this fear of failure. Um, and we did this exercise of why people fail. When, when you ask people, why did you fail at something? Uh, we come up with a lot of resources that we didn't have, right? I did not have enough time. I did not have support. I don't, I did not have a team. I, and failure is never a lack of resources, is a lack of resourcefulness. And emotions are the ultimate resource. Our creativity, our commitment, our passion, that energy, those emotions, that is the ultimate resource. If we have the right attitude and we have... Um, the right level of energy, then we can do anything that we set ourselves to do. So I've been talking about the quality of life. And at the end of the day, what everyone is looking to build is or to have is to create an extraordinary quality of life. And we talked about what does that mean, right? Having an extraordinary life is a life of meaning and magnificent life, a life of joy, happiness, love, passion, success, fulfillment, whatever it means to you is basically the definition of an, living an extraordinary life is living life experience on your terms, living life in your terms, which is something that I've talked about in my UHPW um, journey. And this came up again in UPW. And Tony shared that there's two master skills to live an extraordinary life. And those are the science of achievement and the art of appreciation. And then we talked about beautiful state. This was one um, key takeaway from me and you, uh, the UPW program is we all can live in a beautiful state and we get to choose in what state we leave, right? A beautiful state is a state of high energy and peak state. And the opposite of that is a suffering state, a state of low energy. And life at the end of the day is too short to suffer. So we all need to make a decision now to live in a beautiful state every day, not matter what. And it was really encouraging to discover that we get to choose that. We get to influence what is living in a beautiful state. So we did a lot of exercises around that. And then we talked about the three elements of practical psychology. And this basically represents a series of refinements that can help us understand the nature of human being. And in turn, to be able to predict how and why we do what we do. And basically, what we learn is that what stops us from moving forward, the one thing that as human beings stop us from moving forward is fear. Fear of not being enough, uh, whatever and however that shows up in our lives, and the fear that we won't be loved. Those are the two big fears that we all face as human beings. And then we also learned that 80% of anything that controls the quality of our lives, right, is based on psychology and 20% is strategy. In any area of our lives, if we want to achieve an extraordinary life, that is the makeup. And we also learned that there are three patterns that create emotions, and if we're able to control those three patterns, then we can control 
our emotions and if we control our emotions, we control a state. And if we control our state, our energy, we control the quality of our lives. And those are psychology or let me say physiology, which is what we do with our bodies, focus and beliefs and language and meaning. And then we went into discovering what are the six human needs. All human beings have all these six human beings, six human needs, even though some of us prioritize ones over others. But those are certainty. This is, um, we all want a stability about our basic necessities, right? Like food, like shelter, um, some other material resources. It's a survival need. Then there's the need of uncertainty or biarity. We all need to change our state to exercise our body and our emotions. We seek biarity through a number of different ways in our lives. Then we all have a need for significance. We all need to feel special and important in one or other way. We all have a need for connection and love. We need to feel connected with someone or something a person, an ideal, a value, a habit, a sense of identity. And that may take the form of love or might not. And then these four are our primal needs of all human beings. But then there are two spiritual needs. And they have nothing to do with religion or faith, but they're more, um, they're deeper. And those are growth and contribution. Um. I have heard this before, and I've heard it again from Tony at UPW. Everything is either growing or dying. If you're not growing, you're dying. And then the sense of contribution, right? We all have this deep need to go beyond ourselves and to live a life that serves a greater good. We all want to be part of, of something bigger than ourselves. And we did this exercise to identify what are the ways that we get all of these needs, the certainty, the uncertainty, the significance, the connection and the love? And we split up in groups and we talk about them. And for me, it was eye-opening that we all have positive and negative ways in which we pursue to satisfy these needs. See, all these human needs can be fulfilled in different ways. And we all have our own unique way that we pursue to satisfy those needs. And some of those ways are positive and some are negative. I'll give you an example of my own. So for um, uncertainty, for example, a way that I fulfilled my need for uncertainty and priority is to start new projects, to take a new challenge, to learn something new, to listen to a podcast, to read to a book, to travel. Those are positive ways that I seek uncertainty in my life. But there are negative ways that I also seek for uncertainty and priority, like distractions. That is huge for me. I can easily get distracted. And that is my way of, I don't like, I get bored easily doing something. And then I jump from one thing to the other. And that might be more of a negative way to seek for that, um, fulfill that need. Or connection and love, like there are positive ways like hugs or happy hours with friends or walking in nature, but there might be negative ways like pretending to be someone else in order to fit in or playing a victim role or focusing on problems or not speaking up. Um, so we all have this positive and negative ways that we go about fulfilling all our needs. And it was interesting during the UPW, Tony asked us, what are your top two needs today? If you are viciously honest with yourself and what are the two needs that you want to focus on? And for me, the current ones are significance and growth. And ultimately, I want them to be significance and contribution. I think that when you get that deep into a sense of pursuing growth and be driven by contribution, then all the other needs kind of feed out of those. So that was 
day one. Um, and I think it was, it was amazing. It was the breakthrough day. I, through all the exercises, I discover a lot about myself. I certainly expand my self-awareness, especially on what are the needs that I'm prioritizing right now and how I'm going about satisfying those needs, but also asking myself, how are the people that are important in my life? What are their predominant needs? And, um, how am I able to satisfy the needs of those who I love? So it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. Then we move to the next segment. And um, day one was emotional. Um, a lot of people crying, including myself. Day two was a lot of energy. And it was very positive because it was more future on solutions and the future and things of that sort. So we started the day learning the ultimate success formula. And, you know, um, when I think about it, and I think the areas in my life where I've been successful, or the times in my life when I've been successful, I can see that even I was not aware of this formula, I was basically following this formula, which is know your outcome, clarity is power, know the reasons why, take massive action, know what what you're getting, right? Like measure your progress and then change your approach and adjust your approach until you get to where you want to go. And to be honest, like it was, it was this feeling of, oh my God, that is how I do it. A lot of times people come to me and they ask me, how do you do that? Um, how were you able to accomplish that? And I, I've never been able to explain it with words. I'm like, I don't know. I just did. And this was like my aha moment. I'm like, this is it. The times that I've been successful, this is what I've done. And the times that I haven't been successful is because I, I didn't follow that formula. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really powerful. Also, we talk about the three steps for lasting change. So the first one is to get leverage is moving from shoots to must, um, is to interrupt your patterns or annihilate any limiting patterns and to create an empowering alternative. And that was a precursor to an exercise that we did later on around limiting beliefs. But, you know, it was, it was really, really powerful. And um, for me, it was really eye opening in a sense that it led to the next step, which was this discovery journey that we went through, through a, a very immersive experience to identify our limiting beliefs, but most importantly, to annihilate our limiting beliefs. I think we all carry those limiting beliefs. And we talked about the different types of beliefs, right? They're limiting beliefs, they're empowering beliefs. We also, you know, talk about um, the fact that they are, um, you know, our values and our beliefs together like define our lives and how we conceptualize things. So we have empowering and disempowering belief. We have global beliefs, which are generalizations that we make about life or ourselves or other people. And we have rules, right? If I do X, then Y. And, and we all create all these rules for ourselves based on what we perceive is expected of us. And I certainly came out of UPW really realizing that I have more limiting beliefs that I thought I have. And what was really cool is this experience that we went through. It's called the Deacon's process. And it's inspired by um, the Christmas Carol story, right? With Mr. Grinch. And he is visited by the three ghosts of the past, the present, and the future. And it really changed his entire belief system. 
And basically, we kind of replicated that process in an experience that Tony created for us where we started by identifying what are those limiting beliefs. And then we went through this exercise where he took us to the future to try to think about how will our lives look like five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, if we continue to stock up all these limiting beliefs. If we don't change these limiting beliefs, what would be the worst that could happen? What would be the worst case scenario over time? And it was an emotional and painful experience. But if you're able to really play full out and go into the experience and visualize your life 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, and visualize what is the worst that can happen. You certainly have the motivation to change something. Because I think I shared this in previous podcast episodes, but all human beings are motivated by two things. Either we're trying to avoid pain or we're trying to gain pleasure. And most of the times we are more compelled to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. So this exercise was intentionally creating that pain on seeing how our lives will turn out if we don't change or get rid of those limiting beliefs that are hindering us today. And we went through all this exercise and it was very emotional. And then he used some techniques to help us flip those limiting beliefs. And I think I shared this in previous episodes on my UHPW journey that you can't just change them for the opposite and now do affirmations and say, you know, for example, if you say, I am not, I'm too old or too young, you can say, you can just say, oh, I'm too young if, because your brain is going to say that is BS, right? You're not going to believe that. You need to come up with empowering beliefs that replace that limiting belief that are true, things that you can actually believe. And then um, we close it by repeating this kind of mantra at the end to like solidify everything Um, that says, now I am the voice. I will lead, not follow. I will believe, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I am a force for good. I am a leader. Defy the odds, set a new standard, step up. And one thing that I learned in UPW is if you want to change the quality of your life, if you want to upgrade your life, you need to upgrade your standards. So, and it all starts by letting go of some of these limiting beliefs. Then we said, okay, we got rid of our limiting beliefs and how are we going to move to the next level? You know, there are, there is poor performance or this lousy state, right? And then Um, Think about it at work, right? There's someone that can be a poor performer or someone can be a good performer. And there is a huge gap, right? It's a leap um, jump between being a poor performer and a good performer, between a bad experience and a good experience. But the way the world works today, if you are good, you don't get good rewards. You get bad rewards because somehow good is not good enough anymore in the world that we leave. So the next level is excellence. And when we are excellent, a lot of times we expect excellent recognition, excellent rewards. And and the world doesn't work like that anymore. It used to, but now if you're excellent, you just get good rewards and you're like, you know, it, it creates a lot of frustration in a lot of people, me included, right? Where I've tried to be excellent and I feel that I've been excellent, but I don't get rewarded as excellent. And it can create a conflict in your mind. And again, between good and excellent, there's a a big gap. It takes a lot of effort and 
um, to get from good to excellent. But Tony said there is one level above excellent, and that is outstanding. And what people don't realize is that between bad and good, huge quantum leap. Between good and excellent, huge quantum leap. Between excellent and outstanding, outstanding is just two millimeters away. And he shared this story uh, when he was golfing, right? And, And he went and he's practicing golfing and he's killing it several days. And then one day he hits the ball and he starts to get frustrated because the ball is not going where where he wants the ball to go. And I'm not a golfer. I understand nothing about golfing. So if you are a golfer, excuse me that I'm not explaining this correctly. But the instructor that Tony had at the time, he said, you know, you're just two millimeters away. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, it's like, you know, yards apart from where I want the wall, the ball to go to where the ball is going. And the instructor is like, no, you just need to adjust your hit by two millimeters. And that was, it, it's such a great analogy. I think Tony is one of the best storytellers out there. And he has the best analogies to explain this complex concepts in such a relatable way. Anyway, it was a great takeaway for me, a great breakthrough that I'm just two millimeters away from being outstanding. And why settle to anything less than outstanding? Um, I could really relate to that. So I made the decision, I committed, and I resolve uh, during the event that for me personally, going forward, I'm not going to settle for less than outstanding. And every day I'm going to be looking for what are those two millimeter shifts that I can make in everything that I do in, and in every relationship to take things to the next level and upgrade my standards. And as a result, to live a more fulfilling life. So um, that was that piece. Um, we also talked about the three principles of, of mastery, right? Um, the path to mastering anything, whether it is your job, your relationship, your family, your finances, it comes by, from using three tools that Tony shared. And he's like, the first one is modeling. There is someone who's already achieved what you want. And he uses this phrase that he says often, success leaves clues. Like nothing on earth is more valuable to someone's success than the life experience of someone who is truly a master on something. So knowing who are those people that are outstanding on what they do and model them. Like it's, there was another analogy that was used during, during the weekend on John the Baker, right? John the Baker ha- makes the most amazing chocolate cake. And, you know, he has a recipe to make this chocolate cake. And you and I, even if we're not bakers, we can't make the same cake, right? If we follow the John the Baker's um, recipe. And that recipe has four components, is the ingredients, the amounts and quantities, the order and sequence, and the intensity and duration. And that can be applied for anything in life. So by modeling people who are outstanding, we can achieve mastery and we can shorter the time. And I think that's something where Tony is really someone who has really done that. And this is what he does and does really well. He finds the best of the best and he learns from the best of the best. Um, The second principle for mastery is total immersion. Um, And this is, it create massive momentum in, in your life by by an immediate breakthrough of any obstacles that might be holding you back in an environment of absolute focus. And 
he uses this example again of languages. How many of us have taken language classes on whatever language, maybe for years, and we are still not fluent on that language? So if you want someone to learn a new language, he uses the example of Italian, right? If you want to learn Italian, drop someone for six weeks in Italy. And after the six weeks, if they don't have any other support system and you put them in a place where no one speaks English, that total immersion in the environment where they're listening to the language all the time and seeing that everywhere, that's all that they're listening to, all that they're seeing, um, they're going to learn that language much faster by total immersion. And the third principle of mastery is a speed repetition. So to sustain your momentum, hold yourself accountable and continue to make measurable progress in all of the areas in your life that matter to you most. And that is through repetition, right? Is like any muscle. You don't go to the gym once and achieve the results that you're looking for. You need to go over and over and over again. And that is part of of um, repetition. So I want to end this little section with a quote from Tony Robbins that says, if you are committed to achieving the level of lasting results you desire and deserve in your life, you need to, you need a proven game plan, outstanding coaching, and an immersion experience that will compress decades into days. And I think that is exactly what UPW is or any of Tony Robbins' programs, right? He's taking 40 plus years of his experience and his life lessons and everything, and he condenses it in a few days. And you're learning from him in a few days what took him decades to develop and learn. So it's pretty cool. Okay, the last part of this program was around vitality and harnessing the power of your new identity. We work a lot on identity as you have listened so far. And on this last section, there was a lot of guest speakers and they were all so inspiring. The first one was Jamie Carmelima. She's the author of the book, Believe It. I love Jamie. I have read her book. I have listened to her book in Audible. I totally recommend it. I will add a link to the book on the show notes if you're interested. But um, she, she was a waitress at Denny's and she went to be the first CEO of a L'Oreal brand and a billionaire um, by selling her brand to L'Oreal. So she's the founder and creator of Eat Cosmetics. And she sold Eat Cosmetics to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion and became their first female CEO in the history of the company. And I have heard heard to her story several times. I read her book, but I don't know. It was something about the way that she was talking during the session, but it resonated with me in a totally different way. And here are a few key takeaways that I took from that session. She talked about that when you change the way that you look at things, the things that you look at change. And that's so true. When we change our perspective, all of a sudden we see things differently. The other thing that um, she shared, um, and I think it was so, so powerful, right, is that you can be everything that you want to be, but you can be everything you are. And that one really resonated with me because I've been working on this reinvention process that I've been sharing with you all here on the podcast. It was part of the work that we did at UPW and at UHPW. 
And it hit me, right? I am the type of person that wants to do everything. That every time I see a shiny object, I go after that shiny object. I'm up to the new project and the other thing. And I want to take on more and more. And I need sometimes to realize it was a great reminder for me that I can't do everything that I want. And I can't be everything that I want, but I can be everything that I am. Um, and the other thing that strike for me is when she talked that your gut is always more powerful than anyone else's advice. And a lot of times we, we shut our gut down. We don't listen to our gut. And I think it's, it, for me, it's important because that was one of my intentions coming into 2022, that I was going to be going to go more with the flow and follow more my instinct. And so it really resonated with me. And you can see when she talks about her story that she basically used the same success formula that Tawny had shared before on the program, right? Like you can see this. And one thing that is really, really admirable of Jamie is that she had this vision. She had a very clear why um, on what she was doing, what she was doing. And um, she had a um, rosacea in her face and she was an anchor at the news. And one time she was, you know, live in television and they were saying, there's something in your face or something in your face. And she knew immediately what it was. It wasn't that there was anything in her face, but her makeup was just, you know, falling apart. And she had this vision about developing a product that worked for her that could serve many other women. But her, her why was much deeper than that, right? That in itself sounds like a very powerful why, but her most deeper why is that she wanted people, women specifically, from all walks of life, from all sizes, from all types of skin, to be part of this industry and to showcase them using her products. And, and I think that is just such a wonderful why. Uh, but of course, like over the years, she got so many no's, so many doors that would shut down at her face, right? When she was trying to get to all these stores and get into the makeup industry, even to the point that someone told her that no one would buy products from someone who looked like her. And I'm like, ooh, that is, that is something. Um, but she said that when you start to doubt yourself, then you start to hide in plain sight. And we did this exercise. She had to reflect on what is one thing where I want to stop hiding in plain sight. And, and I definitely came out with a couple of things for, for myself, but I think it's important for us to know our worth and, um, not to lower your standards. Um, that was something that I pick up from, from her. You need to believe in yourself. And if you believe in yourself and you believe in your why, then you're going to find a way until that no turns into a yes. And, you know, as I said, she sold Ike Cosmetics for $1.2 billion to L'Oreal and became the first female CEO of any of their brands in the history of the company. And she's so down to earth and so humble and so human. And um, I just love her. And it's so inspiring. I really, really want to invite you to check out her, her book. Um, yeah, so we talked also, uh, we had Dean Graciosi talking about the four forces of business. Um, that was very interesting for me, even though I'm not a business owner, but I think that can be applied also for like your own personal brand and your own personal career on, you need to have a vision and a business map in terms of where are you now? Where do you want to go? Why do you want and how you're going to get there? 
You also need creativity and innovation. You need a world-class marketing and you need sales mastery. And I think a lot of times we think of these things in the context of a business, right? And, and a business owner, but this is something that we can apply, as I say, even for our career. Then we had um, another great speaker was Siri. Um, her story is so touching. I was literally crying listening to her story, but um, she was a world marathon champion and um, she shared a lot of the challenges that she went through her life um, and all the way to cancer, leukemia in the recent uh, past and you know, how her mindset is that it's not about being first, second, or third, or you fail, but it's being the best that you can be and do the best that you can with what you have. And um, she challenges us on how can you know what you're capable of if you don't try the things that you don't know you're capable of doing. And I think that's always something that personally I've tried to do to push myself outside of my comfort zones in, in that way. She also talked about the power of forgiveness. Um, she shared her story on the, when she found out that she was gay and that she got a phone call from her dad and um, he was really agitated and she thought, okay, something is really wrong with my dad and um, come out to be that he had heard that she was gay and, Basically, he stopped talking to her for a few years, and she she talks about how um, she went to one of Tony Robbins' events, and the first thing that Tony was talking about is about calling someone and asking for forgiveness and or forgiving someone. And she talks about how freeing it was to have that conversation with her dad uh, and break free from all the chains that were holding her back, right? Um, she also talked about, you know, in her life, there was a lot of times of great uncertainty and how, when you are in the middle of great uncertain times, you need to create your own certainty. And you, when you are faced with decisions that are life or death type of decisions, you never look back. You just go all in. And this was something that she talked about in the context of her leukemia and the treatments that she decided to undertake. And now she's cancer free. And um, I think that was, that is a big life victory, right? To be a survivor of, of leukemia. And she talked about that in this journey, one thing that made the difference, and this is something that I can very much relate, and you know I talk about this all the time, is that you need to change the channel to gratitude. That gratitude is the bridge from despair to hope that um, we all have proof of what we're capable of, and we just need to stack on our proof and not on our doubts. And um, we all have proof of who we truly are and we need to visualize ourselves winning you need to decide to be a champion of your life and step into your power that was her her message and it was very powerful as well and then uh, the rest of the program was all about health we talked a lot about health and some basic principles of health and vitality and understanding that health is energy, right? A lot of times we think about health as the absence of disease or illness. And, you know, when, when you don't have health, when you don't have your health, when you're sick, when you're ill, uh, versus when you're not, there is a big difference in your focus, right? When you are healthy, you can focus on any other area in your life or all of your other areas in your life. But when you don't have health, the only thing that matters is getting your health back. You can focus on anything else if you don't have your health. So if you want to have a vibrant life, if you want to have a fulfilling life in, in all aspects of your life, it 
the health is a must. And Tani talk about health in the context of, of energy and um, he share a lot of information, very, very interesting information about how can we regain our energy and our vitality. And, you know, we even close out the, the UPW event with a meditation. Um, we also did some breathing exercises and we learned a lot about different aspects of health. They were also guests talking about nutrition and the impact of nutrition in your energy and your vitality. And um, they left us with a 10-day challenge that, to be honest, I haven't started yet because I did not have the opportunity to go grocery shopping. And I think for some aspects of it, I will need to. But um, Tony gave us 10 gifts and 10 poisons uh, for our health and our vitality and a 10-day vital health challenge. So, um, you know, he challenged everyone that for the next 10 days to challenge ourselves to apply all these principles that we learn at UPW around health and vitality into our daily, our daily lives, right? And, um, experience how different we feel when we take good care of our body. And this is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, health and vitality is something that is a priority for me. So I am going to be taking the challenge starting next Monday. And um, I mentioned to you that I'm very grateful because I was part of this journey squad and we're all going to do the challenge together. And I think that's going to be an amazing accountability experience. And um, yeah, it was, that is basically an overview of UPW. And as I said, I'm doing a disfavor in sharing this because I'm sharing with you the concepts. I'm sharing with you some of my key takeaways and my aha moments, but it's really an immersion. It's really an experience. It's not a training. It's not a class. It's not like you know, you go through all these concepts and that's it, but it's about the experience. And that is priceless. It was for me and from for everyone that I talked to that was on the event, they all felt the same way. They say the tagline for the Unleash the Power Within program is life will never be the same again. And on day zero, right, the day before the event, I, I thought this sounds a little bit cheesy. Like how can four days change your life so drastically? And now post-event, I can say that that is so true. Like when you go to this event, life will never be the same again. What you experience in this event the whole package of the experience changes you at your core. And I think that at that point, life starts to look very different. And you walk away from UPW with a series of obviously tools and strategies and all of that, yes, that you can use to continue this journey. But most importantly, you walk away with a different appreciation for yourself, a different understanding and awareness of yourself and your limiting beliefs and uh, a vision of a compelling future that I think is the force that creates that hunger, that creates that energy, that creates that um, vital, fulfilling life. So as I said, I really recommend anyone to go through this program. If you're interested in learning more about the program and the different options, I'm going to drop a link on the show notes of the podcast episode. They have a special pricing for those who participated in the event this time. The next event is scheduled for July and they allow us to share that with friends. So if you're listening to this podcast, I consider you my friend. 
So I will share with you the link so you get this once in a time reduced price to join UPW. So check out the show notes on the podcast episode. I'll share also the links to a couple of books that I would recommend out of this event. And with that, this has been a long episode and I'm so grateful that you stick to the end. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it inspires you to at least check it out and decide if this is something that you want to do. And I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.